0: They say this cat brother Craig is a bad brother, but I'm talking about hatchet The really real deal with brother Craig the hatchet man every Saturday
1: Who is
2: the hatchet man? Where is the hatchet man?
0: Who is this hatchet man and where can we find him? Okay, okay, brother Craig it's the hatchet And you can find him at WNTW, 820
3: The Answer.
0: The Really Real Deal with Brother Craig, The Hatchet Man, on 820 AM WNTW.
2: Now, no more
0: water, you guys.
2: Indeed, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. Welcome to the program, folks, and thank you for joining us. We have a jam-packed, fantastic program lined up for you today, folks. Uh, uh, Right after our first break, we're going to have some very good friends of mine that I've uh, met uh, along with uh, many, many, many Wonderful people at Fairmount Christian Church and uh, this is Rob and Lori McGee. They'll be joining us uh, right after our first break. Uh, they are they've literally have sold their homes, have uh, you know, got their children grown and gone <laughs> And they're joining a mission to Haiti. Talk about putting faith in action. and I'm looking very much forward to that. Then at 10:30, we have Dr. Paul Kingor and folks. Uh, you talk about big time, big dog. Okay, uh, Dr. Paul Kingor, his latest book, uh, "Communism," or actually, "The Politically Incorrect Guide to Communism," the killingest idea ever. And uh, I would have to concur. And uh, looking very much forward to that. Uh, also, uh, folks, with so much going on in the news, uh, we're gonna have some. Some world news, some national news, and some local news. And, of course, we will take your phone calls. And uh, Short Pump Middle School, uh, again, kids horsing around and the poverty pimp Negro leader politicians, the pulpit pimp Negro leader preachers make it about race. This is boys horsing around. That is all it is, okay. That is all it is. We'll talk about that today. Uh, also, Russia, China, the Clintons, Terry McAuliffe. Why is it that I am the only guy in the news, the only guy that connects Terry McAuliffe to any of this? Okay, it's been known. It's been known for twenty-some odd years. Um, I mean, since the nineties, Terry McAuliffe was Bill and Hillary Clinton's bag man. Okay, he's the guy, he was, well, his actual title, his, the technical term, he was the national finance chairman for the re-election effort uh, for Bill Clinton running for his second term. That was Terry McAuliffe's role. And so when all the dirty Chinese money came into the Clintons, that was Terry McAuliffe, okay? When the um, nuclear delivery systems, w- which is what we call a missile, okay? an intercontinental ballistic missile, when technology got transferred from our nation via Laurel Corporation, Bernie Schwartz, who at the time was the largest donor to the Democrat Party, when that got transferred to China, the money started rolling in, okay? Now, do you see a pattern? And, and mind you folks, I wrote articles about this years ago, okay, years ago, as a matter of fact, Uh, Four years ago in the election between Ken Cuccinelli and Terry McAuliffe, I was on the radio talking about it. I wrote articles about it. I gave speeches about it. I I could not find a low-fat Republican politician to go. I mean, and this is provable truth. And, and folks, they just— want to say well this is my friend across the aisle he may be mistaken but we have the same interests at heart we just have a different way of going about it folks that is just patently false they do not have the same idea that we have our idea is that our rights and freedom come from god and when i say our i'm speaking about the group that i'm always talking to and about the five c's the christian conservative constitutional, capitalistic coalition. We have a vision of America that is in sync with the Founding Fathers, who in the Declaration of Independence stated that our rights come from God and that the purpose of government, the purpose of government, okay, not to give you free stuff, not to take care of you from the cradle to the grave, okay, the purpose of government is to merely defend the rights that you already have to defend the fact and the idea, and conservatism is to conserve this idea, this fact. That's all conservatism is. It is not mentally being cementious that you can never entertain a new idea. That's not conservatism. That's the Democrats and the Communists saying what they think they want you to believe conservatism is. Conservatism is simply conserving the idea that the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition has about the nature of our freedom and our rights, that it is a gift from God. And the people we oppose in, in, in America, that would be Democrats, that would be communists, that would be socialists, that would be fascists, that would be Muslim fundamentalists, that would be Nazis, okay? these That would be the Ku Klux Klan, the military wing of the Democrat Party. That would be Antifa. The new military wing of the Democrat Party. Only thing that's changed is it used to be white people hiding their faces with hoods. Now it's black people hiding their faces with bandanas. But it's the same thing. People that will not show their faces, that commit violent acts, and are on the payroll of the same political party, the Democrat Party. Okay? And so this is these are the people we fight these are the people we fight and we have to have the courage of our convictions if we're going to fight these people we have to be able to say what it is that they are doing we have to be able to make a case to people that are too busy running their lives to pay real close attention to these things and i'm not giving them an excuse or a pass they need to pay attention but they need explanation They're, they need watchmen and watch women on the walls to explain these things, and that's what I am, a watchman on the wall, articulating this vision of a, a world or a nation where it is, it is an absolute incontrovertible fact that our rights come from God and not from our fellow man, okay? And so this is the big battle, and this is what this, these recent revelations are about. The Clintons did it with China in the 90s. The Clintons and Obama did it again with Russia. 20% of America's uranium capacity, the, the, the foundational material for nuclear weapons, sent to Russia and hundreds of millions of dollars sent to the Clintons. You can't make this stuff up, folks. But right now, we have to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to have my very good friends. I'm so proud to call them friends, by the way. Uh, from Fairmount Christian Church, a place that's full of wonderful people, uh, Rob and Lori McGee, on their literally on their way to Haiti. We will be right back. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at s-o-w-w-charity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org. and saltandlightcouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, the First thefirstamendmentinc.com which keeps us on the air but the main thing for you the listener is to give. Give somewhere give generously and give often and give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you Virginia and God bless you. Welcome back to the program, Virginia, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. And, folks, we have uh, some very good friends of mine, Really Real Deal Christian missionaries, uh, Rob and Lori McGee. And, uh, Rob and Lori, welcome to the program, and thank you so much for sharing your story with our audience.
4: Well, thank you for having us this morning, Craig. First off, I'd like to say it's been a huge blessing to study God's Word with you for the last several years on Thursday morning, and it's a huge blessing to see a man who orients his life and everything he does by God's Word.
2: Oh, God bless you for such kind words, brother, and uh, the the feeling that we're going to be the, the mutual admiration society this morning <laughs> because— uh, you know, you are actually one of the uh leading voices in the in the uh men's uh Bible study group, and it's a wonderful group. And I think we're about fifty-five strong now who who rise every Thursday morning at about four, four, four thirty, uh, in order to be at church uh by six AM. <laughs> yeah, and, and I understand uh Rob, you've been attending that class for for what uh, over a decade, I've only been there for about two or three years. Yeah,
4: it's been about a decade. Yeah. We started the restaurant and then moved up to the um, church in the
0: mornings.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, so many uh, wonderful people and wonderful things happening at Fairmount Christian Church, and uh, you know, and 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 what I, another thing I love about the church is that when you you can see. You're, you're giving you know we I, I love to be able to take to see my tithe work in it and and to see that it's going to places like Haiti. it's going to Mexico, it's going to Africa, and even there's there are missions to uh Fairmount, missions right here in uh the central Virginia region. there are missions out in the uh, western part of uh, Virginia. I think there's a school out there. Yeah, I mean the big huge addition to the church. It's just so many wonderful things and and uh and, and this is like the cherry on top of the cake, uh you and uh you and Lori. I mean I'm just I'm flabbergasted, brother. You you guys literally sold your homes and are moving to Haiti. Tell tell the audience about that.
4: All right. Well, um the Lord called us to go to Haiti before we'd ever even been to Haiti. And um, he just had this urge. He kept putting on us, and we said, well, maybe that's something we can do when we retire. And God told us, I don't want you to wait till you retire. I want you to go now. Wow. So we were obedient to God, and um, we pretty much got our kids out of the house. Our son just turned 18 and moved out in September, and so we are, we've are we sold our house. we sold everything we own, and we're heading down to work with one mission society in Cap Haitian. Would you like to say something, Lori?
5: Yeah, um, I'm a member of Fairmount my whole life, and they're mission-minded church, so we started with 80 steps, just doing local missions here, tonight's fall festival for the community, things of that nature, and it just grew. The steps got bigger and bigger, and uh, the more we did, the more the Lord blessed us with, and He just put a calling on our heart to go, and uh, He led us to Acts chapter 2, and we found a Acts chapter 2 church at Haitian, Haiti, and we're going to go live in a community with other missionaries and Hopefully for the rest of our lives um, Be serving the Lord on his mission field. We plan on starting in Haiti, but we're open in it We don't have a plan B. We're just going to go wherever he leads and, uh,
0: Wow,
2: just like Abraham. Off. God told That's Abraham to go but didn't tell him where to go and Abraham was obedient He went
5: Send me, Lord, send me.
2: God so bless
5: you. Every year um, for ICOM, the conference for missions with Fairmount Christian Church, to, You know, so we could share with our brothers and sisters what God has done. Um, so we really don't know what we're doing, but we know we're going to go and see.
2: Oh, that's that's just so wonderful. And another wonderful thing, too, is that, you know, a lot of folks are, you know, having difficulty with uh 18-year-old kids, you have two children and you and they're both independent. One has finished college and the other one is um, you know, working in a uh, a trade school where he's going to be earning much better than most college graduates. I mean, you that you talk about an accomplishment. Yes,
5: praise God that he has blessed me with two amazing children to rear up and um I'm just giving them back to him and I know he's going to take excellent care of my babies.
2: Yeah. 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 So that's, that's just so wonderful. And, um, now the, um, we have a lot of our, our friends, uh, our Bible, we, matter of fact, two different Bible study classes. I'm sure a lot of them are listening this morning and any, uh, any final, uh, any final farewells or, uh, anything. I know you guys have probably had all types of parties and everything.
4: Yeah, we just, Um, We love our church, Fairmount, and all our Christian brothers and sisters that have helped us out and support us. And um, we just um, say Godspeed to you, and it's not goodbye. We'll definitely stay in touch with everybody. And your prayers are very valuable to um, our success on the field. So definitely keep us in prayers as we um, head out.
2: Yeah, and and another thing, folks, that we can do is um, we can uh, financially support this mission, too. And uh, at at onemissionsociety dot org slash give slash the McGees, and um, you know, and and as a matter of fact, Rob, you've been a, a supporter of this radio broadcast, and I just want to publicly acknowledge that with you and thank you for that, uh, because you know this is a this is a ministry also, and it it needs support, and so.
4: Absolutely, and one of the things that's really neat, Craig, that um, you're doing the job here in the big battle against Satan with our governments. One of the things that we will be doing in Haiti with our group,
0: mm-hmm. we
4: actually have a school in Haiti. Everybody goes to Haiti and works with poor individuals, but people kind of ignore the upper class.
0: Oh, and one
4: of the things that our agency does is we have a school that was it started out to teach for missionary kids, mm-hmm. so they have education and come to school in the United States. Well, we have actually opened that up to the Haitian um, government officials and to the business owners in Haiti for their kids to come to be able to go to school. But we were raising these children up with a biblical worldview, and their parents have a requirement to be involved that put a certain amount of hours in with the school so that they're also getting the gospel. So wow. hopefully we can connect the gospel into the worldview of the way the future Haitian leaders are that country to help lift them up by the bootstraps.
2: You know, that's actually quite brilliant. <laughs> that that i mean that because see a lot of times when we we're trying to teach the young the children and there's the parents there's society there's hollywood there's academia there's uh the music world there's their their peers and it's like we're like one against 20 and so you you are going after Probably the number one influencer of these children, which is the parents. That's that's brilliant. Yeah, that that really needs to be done more often. now. did you all come up with that just by happenstance, or was this a um, a strategy? <laughs> that's God. God works, on it. Amen. Just think about it. He just
5: puts everything in place and makes it
2: easy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's now you all are literally leaving to head to Haiti, literally, like in five minutes.
4: <laughs> yes, as soon as we get here, we're going to pick up a rental van, load our stuff up, and head towards Florida to fly out.
2: Wow. God bless you so much. And uh, now, please uh, let now—I know all of our, our church family knows how to get a hold of you, Facebook, and all this, but for our other listeners, uh, for whom— uh, you know your story is new let them know please how they can connect with you all uh and and keep tabs on what's going on and and maybe that maybe somewhere in this audience there is a church or a church member that would like to do exactly what you said Lori. start becoming a mission church with baby steps and you all are like just a prime example so please share how people can interact with you, how they can uh, hook up with you via uh, social media.
4: All right, we have a um, page on Facebook that is um, it's, the, it's the McGees serving with OMS, and if you just search for that, it's um, opened up for anyone to um, follow us and what we do.
2: Oh, okay. And folks, and our
4: last name is spelled M C G H E E, or you can shoot me an email at rmagee at onemissionsociety.org and we can add you to the list to receive our prayer letter where we will be um, keeping you up to date of our journey quarterly. We'll be sending out a newsletter.
2: Okay. And again, folks, that's McGee at onemissionsociety.org. All right. And the Facebook, uh, tell them that Facebook page again, brother.
4: It's the McGee's space dash serving with OMS.
2: Serving with. I'm writing this down. Okay. <laughs> the, the McGee's, McGee's serving. Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's just to um, Facebook.com forward slash McGee's at OMS. It will take you directly to that page as well.
2: Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Uh, you know, and that's, I'm and I'm going to go ahead. I said thank you for having us. Oh, it's a pleasure. And again, it's just, uh, you know, the comments you always seem to be able to share in our men's uh, Thursday morning Bible study. You you always uh, have something very uh, sober-minded and intelligent to say (laughs) uh, uh, that that is born of years of study. And so I've learned a lot from from listening to you and sharing with you. Amen. the same with me, Craig. Yeah. Okay. God bless you. Godspeed. Travel safe.
4: All right. Thank
2: you very much. All right. Bye now. Bye-bye. All right. Well, all right, folks. That, uh, hey, fantastic. My good friends, Rob and Lori McGee, uh, we're going to miss them, but they out doing the Lord's work. And, um, for again, for you church members out there that, uh, you know, maybe so far, uh, your church does not do missions, uh, Maybe something to think about. Baby steps can lead to big steps. We're going to take our bottom-of-the-hour break, and when we come back, we're going to have Paul Kingor, his book, Communism, The Killingest Idea Ever.
0: Lovers, they may cause you tears. Go ahead, release your fears. Stand up and be counting, don't be shy.
2: Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. And we're having a little bit of difficulty reaching our next guest, uh, Dr. Paul Kingor. And uh, so we're going to continue to try to reach him. And uh, But we're going to go ahead and uh, proceed with the program now. Uh, if you'd like to call up, uh, the phone number here is 804- 454 804 And uh, now, making the, the news locally here, all right, we have the uh, short pump middle school situation, and, of course, it's uh, racism 24-7 is, is the cry. And uh, I remember it was uh, about a year ago, uh, and on this particular uh, phony racism cry, and, and the last time it was at uh, Glen Allen High School. Uh, this time it's at Short Pump Middle School. And uh, now mind you now, folks, these uh, totally integrated schools, uh, you have, and it's not just black and white. You've got, you got white. You've got black. You've got Hispanic. You have Asian, uh, Indian. Uh, you just, you, you have everyone. Okay. And for the most part, the kids get along just fine. Just fine. Okay. Now you have a, a, a situation of, of kids horsing around. Uh, and of course the situations with these, uh, cell phones that have the capacity to make videos, the, uh, the type of horsing around that kids have always done, always boys will be boys. Now, all of a sudden, uh, in their horsing around, they have the ability to film it and post it up on Facebook or, or whatever, whatever they're putting it up on. And, uh, and of course, uh, the usual suspects who have uh, nothing positive to say about their worldview, their vision of uh, your future, uh, these people run to the microphones to declare that there's a crisis of racism. And it's really, really sad Uh Folks, it's 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 really sad. But what it what it requires is aggressive pushback. And the reason that they run to the microphones and make everything uh, about racism, and not only is everything about racism, it's who are they saying the racists are? They're saying it's white people. It's white people who are Republicans. It's white people who are republicans and christians okay they're saying all oh, that christian worldview that you all have is too narrow and you all are hypocrites okay and this is this is their main message and so it's now the committed christians like myself we're not swayed by that but unfortunately there are many who are there are many christians who are intimidated by this because they don't know how to defend themselves against these charges. And so what they do is they retreat. And that's what Satan wants. They want you to retreat. They want you in your prayer closet. Okay. And as wasn't that many years ago that uh, homosexuals were in the closet and it's now, and they burst out of the closet uh, back in the nineties and Now they want to drive Christians into the closet, okay? And as a matter of fact, I can remember a situation with, even with Obama, literally said that several years ago with the the big flap uh, over um, homosexuality in the military, okay? George Washington didn't allow it. And, and of course, uh, Bill Clinton uh, allowed the toe to go in the sock when he said, don't ask, don't tell, okay? It's like, you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. Now, for my money, that's fine if it would work that way. But you see, folks, these people are just exactly what Jesus Christ said they were in the book of John in chapter 8, where he said, Ye are of your father the devil, and when you speaketh a lie, you speaketh your own, because your father the devil is the father of lies. And notice now, Now, this is true Christianity. Now, I know that in the very same chapter in the book of John, in chapter 8, there was the other side of Christian faith where the woman that was caught committing adultery, they wanted to stone her to death. And Jesus said, he who is without sin cast the first stone. And then he told the woman, go and sin no more. Not go and uh, keep doing this, and, and we'll forgive you forever, but stop what you're doing. Go and sin no more. So you have the two sides right there in the same chapter, folks. And now everyone wants to cite the first example, which is in the beginning of chapter eight of the book of John. But few people want to cite the latter part of the very, very same chapter, and again, the words of Jesus Christ, where He does not say, "You know, I know you're my friend across the aisle, and we, you know, we have the same goal in mind, but we just have a different way to get there. You want to get there your way, and I want to get there my way." No, that is not okay. And the, and this is the problem, folks. This is the problem. Okay, there's no pushback. We want to just throw our hands up, and we want We want the contest between good and evil to go away. Well, folks, guess what? The contest between good and evil started in heaven before man was created. It is not going away. Okay? It is not going away. Right there in the garden, the first attack was made. It is not going away. It didn't go away for Adam. It didn't go away for Eve. It's not going away for you and for me. It's not. And so we might as well face up to it. And so these phony racism charges, it's just one more way that Satan has of being an accuser of the brethren. And as Christians, we cannot, you know, consistently just back up and say, well, okay, I'll go into my closet. I'll pray in my closet. I'll be a silent Christian. I'll be a Sunday-only Christian, and I won't talk about Christian faith. You know, one of the reasons why this radio program, I get no support or very, very, very little support from mainline Republicans. Well, actually, from mainline Republicans, the support is zero, okay? And that's fine. I don't say this as a complaint. I'm merely explaining something to, to my audience. OK. And, for example, we are in a political season. No poli- no Republican politician will. They've all been invited. None will show up to be interviewed in spite of the fact that I have been a very loyal Republican for over 20 years, ever since um, Governor George Allen. How many years is that? OK. I remember helping to organize a birthday party for George Allen, uh, gosh, I wish I could remember the year, <laughs> and, uh, and, and then um, working to help get um, his successor elected, okay, and about 10 years ago started doing these things on radio and about seven years ago on television, which, mat- as a matter of fact, Uh, We're back in our television season now, uh, every Wednesday night, 7.30 to 8.30. If you happen to have Comcast, it's Channel 95. If you happen to have Verizon, it's Channel 36. If you have neither, then Facebook Live, okay? Uh, And we have three more weeks, uh, Wednesdays. uh, And then we we post the, the, uh, you know, if you miss it, live. And it is a call-in. You can watch and, and call in. If you miss it live, it's still on my Facebook page, and uh, and we're loading them into our YouTube channel at uh, the First Amendment Inc. And uh, but anyway, uh, back to my point uh, about the lack of pushback. Okay, the um, the establishment. You know, these are the types of uh, Republicans who ninety nine point nine percent. Profess being Christian. And so when Republicans are attacked, when Republican values are attacked, when Christians are attacked, when Christian values are attacked, when conservatives and conservative values are attacked, when the free enterprise system itself, also known as capitalism, is attacked, when the Constitution is attacked, and again, I'm founder and president of the First Amendment Inc. And so I defend the Constitution, I defend conservatism, I defend Christian faith, I defend even republicanism in, in spite of getting zero support from Republicans. And so when these, when all of what we believe in, in the in the five C coalition, the Christian conservative, constitutional, capitalistic coalition, everything we hold dear is under attack. But where are the defenders they run they run and won't even show up here to be interviewed to speak their message to this audience they they won't do it let alone purchase an ad that would help to financially support this program that costs this program costs money it costs money okay One politician, since I've been on the air, has bought an ad, and that's Dave Brat. One and only one, okay? Even uh, Mitt Romney, we ran an ad for Mitt Romney and never got the check, okay? So Mitt, if you're listening, buddy. (laughs) And I know. All right, let me just correct the record here. It was... The Mitt Romney campaign, not Mitt Romney personally, just having a little fun, okay. But anyway, so again, this, um, you know, there has to be, there has to be pushback, and just like Trump has said, uh, draining the swamp is not going to be pretty. Pushback is not pretty, okay. Sometimes, you know, um, you ever see any of these movies? Like I remember back in the 70s there were these movies by um, James, uh, oh, God, Charles, Charles Bronson, okay, Clint Eastwood. You know, I guess you'd call them revenge movies where, you know, the good guy got done wrong and then he came and he got justice the old-fashioned way, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, okay. And uh was nothing pretty about it. But those were some very, very successful movies. And even today, movies of that type tend to be very, very successful. Okay? Why is that? People have an innate desire for justice. You know what I mean? True justice. Not this phony uh made-up uh, social justice that the poverty pimps and the pulpit pimps. Extol, you know, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, these type of guys. I forget this joker's name, this preacher up in Philadelphia. We have invited him on the program. He won't come. Uh, We've invited Jesse and Al. They won't come. Uh, This guy was uh, on Fox News beating up on uh, Little Tucker. And, uh, of course, Little Tucker was polite. And uh, the guy won't face the hatchet man because he knows if he comes up here, he has to pack a lunch and I don't mean celery and tofu. <laughs> anyway, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, we'll, we'll still, we are still trying to reach, uh, our guest, uh, Paul Kingor. um, don't know what happened, but, uh, uh, Dr. Kingor is, uh, the book is great. Uh, and he's written many, many, many books. And, uh, He is really a brilliant, a brilliant scholar, and he is a watchman on the wall, and he's a very, very strong Christian. And so we're really, um, I hope we're able to get him. If we're not, uh, then we will reschedule and have him on uh, at another time. But in the meantime, 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366.
0: A man.
2: And his microphone, Brother
1: Craig. Does
0: that make me crazy? Does that make me crazy? Does that make me crazy? I'm so blue.
2: Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition, have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and god-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at salvationarmyusa.org, military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at sowwcharity.com, Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at vachristian.org, and saltandlightcouncil.org and there's also churches and others many many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work so we support not only our own group thefirstamendmentinc.com which keeps us on the air but the main thing for you the listener is to give give somewhere, give generously and give often and give in the measure that God has given to you thank you Virginia And God bless you. back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. Man's World Radio. You tell them, James Brown. (laughs) But look, it wouldn't be nothing without our women and our girls. And uh, welcome back to the program, folks. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. Trying to have a little fun here in spite of sometimes it's, um, you know, the things we have to report in the news. Uh, It, uh, hey, it is what it is, but uh, my goal is to bring clarity and to bring hope uh, in in place of despair. I know there are many, many, many uh, wonderful people in this world that really do feel uh, put upon, and uh, just uh, you know, the Lord has to be your refuge, folks, and uh, you know, just turn inward. And you know, I I tell you a little a little story here. Well, it's not really much of a story. It's just that. Um, you know, I have this uh, A gentleman gave me a pin. You know, I'm always wearing this um, pin that, as a matter of fact, a good friend of mine, uh, Don Blake, uh, the chairman of the uh, Virginia Christian Alliance, where, you know, I'm, I'm very proud to be an advisory board member there and the uh, and the school choice advocate there. But uh, but Don gave me this pin uh, that has the uh, – crown of thorns of Jesus as an outer circle. And in the middle of the circle, it's two feet of uh, the size of a baby, 10 weeks in utero. And, uh, and I, and I actually, I had two of them. And it, when people would question me about them, you know, I've literally have given, I've just gifted them away. You know, both of them were gifted to me. I gifted both of them away. Well, I questioned a man about, what well, what does this 7,000 mean? And, uh, well, he explained it to me, and then he gifted it to me. He gave me the pen that said 7,000. And so I laid the thing uh, on my dresser, and I kind of forgot. I was like, oh, man, there's a Bible story connected with that. And I forgot the Bible story, okay? <laughs> Imagine that. And, uh, and uh, so— I was out in um, in Goochland uh, a couple of days ago, and um, there was a, a speech there by um, oh God! I listen to her all the time on Afr <laughs> Sandy Rios, and and uh, and she told the story, and so and I wrote it down. I was like okay, wow, I got the story again, and it's uh, and it's, the seven thousand refers to refers to the prophet Elijah literally complaining to God that he's all alone. Why, God? Why am I all alone? You know, why is it that, you know, this won't work or that won't work? And why is it that everyone is worshiping Baal or Baal, you know, who was like this demonic uh, God that they worship, that was all about sexuality and all kinds of freaky stuff? And, uh, and so God told Elijah, no, you are not alone. There are 7,000 men that have not bowed the knee to Baal. 7,000. And so that's where the 7,000 comes from. And so now that I remember it, I can wear my 7,000 pin again. I didn't want to wear it if someone were to ask me what it meant, and I'd be unable to explain it to them. <laughs> but anyway, we want to welcome Jim to the program. Uh, Jim is from uh, North Chesterfield, and we do have open lines, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. Jim, what's on your mind, brother?
6: Well, Jill Vogel, but I, I had two quick questions. One, I want to tell you, I tuned in on, on Channel 36. So I've got Verizon on uh, Wednesday night, seven thirty eight thirty. 30. You oh, weren't there.
2: Oh, cool. No, it, you
6: weren't there. You weren't there.
2: I wasn't it, there.
6: No, it's a public education government access channel, Correct yes yes so i taped it and it says from 6 to 10 here's your block so i tuned in at seven thirty. you weren't there and i thought well maybe the tape didn't work so i kept going back the whole time uh, to live you were not on that show on channel 36 between seven thirty and 8 30 on wednesday night sir so i couldn't see you
2: oh i'm so glad you told me that i've, we, I've got to work that out get uh, yeah, i've got to find out what's going on there yeah
6: so that's the first thing i want to alert you of. okay thank you Second, Second thing is, when you said last week that neither Adams or Vogel or Gillespie would come on, now I know why Gillespie won't come on because he's a a, a bushman. He won't come on. But why wouldn't Vogel? Vogel seemed Uh, to me very, very good. So I, sir, on Saturday, called all three of the offices that came up on the internet. mm -hmm. The Winchester main office, I left a message. They said, you know, we'll research this, or, you know, whatever you're saying, we'll get back with you. mm -hmm. There was another office. I can't remember where I left a message. Then I called the Richmond number and talked to a gentleman, John. And he said, "Oh, that don't sound like Jill. That don't sound like Jill at all." He said, "I, I suspect that he didn't. You know, there was some miscommunication about mm-hmm. getting her on there. He didn't do something right." And I said, "No, wait a well, minute." Well, I emailed
2: I- them. Now I sp- I've <laughs> s- I've spoken to Jill personally back during the uh, primary season. Oh. Now I I actually supported her opponent in the primary. Okay, and okay. um, um, but. See, I'm the type of guy that once the primary is over, I support the winner, okay? Sure. I don't, you know, that's what a mature Republican does, a mature Christian, a mature man, period, okay? You yeah. let bygones be bygones. You know, our, our whole Christian faith is built on what? Forgiveness. That's correct. Right? Yeah, that's none, correct. none, and, and, you know, and Jesus was clear about this. None are righteous. None make it on their own. None. That yeah. includes me. That includes Ed. That includes Jill. That includes Adam's. And so exactly. once the primary is over, why can't bygones be bygones? Man, I have the hardest time with this idea of the Christian conservative, constitutional capitalistic coalition, because as you know, Jim, we're not like Democrats. We are very a bunch of strong-willed uh, subsets of conservatives, you know, and you know, the, 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 yeah, the economic <laughs> conservatives think that we should just focus on their pet thing. The national security guys always just everything is about war. You know, I mean, we we need each other. We are a natural coalition. In fact, what I call it, I'm going to be
6: 65 here in December, and I call it, I don't want to vote for Gillespie because he's a Bush man and I'm looking for the Tea Party type Christian people, but I, he's better than Northam, so I'm gonna, I call it, I'm going go right, to <laughs> hold my nose and vote for Gillespie.
2: Right, that's what I'm going to do, hold my nose and vote for Gillespie. I go
6: over dairy, dairy Farm in Iowa with something stinks, sometimes. Yeah. I just hold your nose and go, get on with it.
0: Yeah, But because but if we vote.
2: vote for the guy, there's some guy running as a um, some type of third party, and if he does what the third party always does in Virginia, suck anywhere between 3% and 7%, usually that's the margin of victory for the Democrat.
6: Exactly. Now, that brings up another excuse why they said why Jill didn't probably. The guy at John at Richmond office, I can't believe it. I'm going to let her know, and we'll let you know back. By the way, it's been a week. Nobody got back from me, of course. But they said that you probably didn't do something right, miscommunications. I said, wait a minute, John. I said, the hatchet man has all kinds of people on. You think he didn't know how to get Jill on here? I don't believe that. (laughs) Then he came back. with The second thing, he said, well, how much is his viewership? I think probably the problem is his viewership, you know, basically he's saying it's not worth coming on your show. I said, I don't know what his viewership is. Excuse
2: me, sorry, Eight, 820 has a big signal. We go from the, uh, the Virginia North Carolina border down in Brunswick County in the south up to uh, Ladysmith, halfway to Fredericksburg in the north. E- <laughs> okay. East to west, we go from uh, Louisa County, okay, um, in in the uh, west, all the way to Hampton Newport News in the east. It's 170 square miles, is what this signal covers covers and so, i kick butt and take names
6: i know i know and i know that and he just said well i think the viewership the listenership might not be big enough you know and i thought i said listen sir <laughs> i don't know what it is but if he has a thousand listeners is all and five of them go to vote and she loses by 400 votes sir why why i can't believe every vote counts i can't believe why she's not going to show said, oh i'll get back with you nobody yeah, got back with, me, yeah. nobody got back with well, me
2: thank you thank you so much for doing that jim <laughs> no we, problem we got to move brother yeah, keep, keep fighting the fight and uh, keep being a watchman on the wall. All right, folks, we're going to take our top of the hour news break. We will be right back.
6: Where is the best news and talk? AM 820, WNTW Chester is the answer.
2: Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. Welcome back to the program. If you'd like to participate in today's program, the number is 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. And, uh, yeah, we're still, uh, we're just going to have to uh, probably reschedule uh, uh, Dr. Kengor. We're still uh, unable to get him. And um, But a, a lot to talk about, you know, the, um, the, 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 uh, the Kennedy assassination uh, documents. Uh, they said they were going to release them yesterday. They uh, uh, This time well, got a little more than uh, what we were supposed to get. We were supposed to get them after 50 years. It's been 54 years, okay? Uh, but uh, the Trump administration uh, did release uh, some information. And the, the odd thing is that <laughs> you still have folks running around uh, trying to say Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone, okay? I mean, I, I did an interview uh, several years ago with um, Dr. Jerome Corsi, and uh, Dr. Corsi wrote a book about it uh, on the 50th. Uh, this was four years ago. So on the 50th anniversary, this was um, in um, 2013, on the 50th anniversary of the assassination. And uh, Dr. Corsi sees it uh, a lot differently. And uh, one of the things that, um, one of the things that, uh, that and let, let me give the number out again. We had a call that, uh, I don't know if something happened, but uh, 804-454-1366 is the number, 804 804- four five four one three six six uh feel free to try your your call again, please uh, but dr. Corsi um, and, and by the way we're we're reaching out to try to get Dr. Corsi uh, back on the program and uh, and you know uh, that that reminds me of what Jim just said about you know these uh these politicians not coming on the really real deal, and uh I mean we we, folks, for ten years, we've been able to get these type of guests. Okay, and Dr. Jerome Corsi is probably personally responsible for the reelection of George Bush because he wrote the book "Swift Boat Veterans for Truth." Okay, and so Dr. Corsi does the same thing I do. He just he merely speaks the truth without reservation and without apology. That's all. And that's all it takes, folks. That's all it takes. Uh, Dr. Corsi is not one of these types of guys that will say, well, you know, that's my friend across the aisle. And uh, I know he means well. Poor fellow. He's just sadly mistaken. No. Dr. Corsi kicks butt and takes names. Okay, And so um, every time he writes a a book, he comes back on the program. All right. So I've interviewed Dr. Corsi seven times over the years. Okay. Another one, David Horowitz, seven times, every time he writes a new book comes back on this program. Okay. Dr. Alveda King, six times we've interviewed her. Okay. My good friend, Pastor Carl Gallups just wrote his sixth book. We've interviewed him eight times. Number one interviewee of all time on the really real deal. Uh, We just had him a couple of weeks ago uh, and he's written another fantastic book. As a matter of fact, We're going to have him again real, real soon. Okay. So, and I could go down a list. I mean, we've, we've had people literally from around the world. Okay. People have called in here from Israel, from Germany, from South America, from every state in the, in the union. I mean, it's, uh, it's literally a who's who. All right. Now, of course I have the ever lovely and wonderful Mrs. Hatchet (laughs) to thank for all of that. (laughs) But, um, you know, God did bless me with a, a wonderful, a wonderful partner in, a, in this endeavor. And, uh, and so, of course, without her, uh, you know, maybe I wouldn't be able to have these people. But the simple fact of the matter is I'm a very fortunate man because I do have her. And because of that, we are able to bring you top-of-the-line guests literally from around the world. And so uh, there really is uh, no excuse for so-called Republicans, and I say so-called, all right. Even though I'm, I'm not only am I going to vote for all three of them, I'm advocating that you do so as well, okay? And uh, because there are people down ticket that they depend on our vote also. Eddie Whitlock, uh, Bob Whitty, um, Preston Brown, okay? And I know Preston's not a Republican; he's running as an independent uh, out in Charles city. And, uh, but I'm asking you to vote for Preston Brown. Okay. Uh, Preston got me started in radio. He's, he's owner of, uh, WCLM radio station, uh, which is, uh, 1450 AM. And, uh, he's, he's running for the house of delegates. Okay. And so they really, there's just, there's just no excuse folks. There's just no excuse. And so, and not only do these uh, politicians claim to be uh, Republicans, they claim to be Christians, okay? And so I'm their Christian brother. And so there, there should be support. There not only should be uh, support to come and receive the blessings that they that could accrue to them by being heard on a program where one of God's very own is proclaiming really proclaiming God's word because of, you know, when I say the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition, we talk about Christian faith as it relates to the other four items, not the other way around. The Christian part is not an afterthought. The Christian part is upfront and foremost. And so we as Christians, we need to support one another. We as conservatives, as I was saying to the caller earlier, Jim, We need to understand that we are a natural coalition and we need to support one another. And when one of us comes under attack, we need to fight and defend that person. Because when we defend one of our own, we are defending all of Christendom, okay? When we defend one conservative, we're defending all of conservatism. When we defend one capitalist, we're defending all of free enterprise, all of it, okay? When we defend one person's protection under the Constitution to the United States of America, we defend the entire Constitution, and we defend all Americans that live under that Constitution. And so, I mean, this is not rocket science, okay? It's not rocket science. And so wow, I'm getting a little bit off track and getting a little hot and bothered. I need to calm down here. (laughs) Maybe somebody will call up and calm the hatchet man down. (laughs) 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366 is the number. And, uh, well, I know a way to calm down. We'll take a break. It's uh, it's quarter after the hour. We'll take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we will uh, we'll finish up. Thank you. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig.
0: Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. Lovers, they may cause you tears. Go ahead, release your fears. Stand up and be counted. Don't be shame to cry. You gotta be, you gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard. You gotta be tough. You gotta be stronger.
2: Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at s-o-w-w-charity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org. Salt and saltandlightcouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, the First TheFirstAmendmentInc.com which keeps us on the air but the main thing for you the listener is to give. Give somewhere give generously and give often and give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you Virginia and God bless you. Back to the program, Virginia, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, brother Craig, coming back at you live here with a little bit of Michael Jackson talking about it's all about the man in the mirror, and uh, that's so true, folks. And uh, you know we love to uh, point out the uh, the splinter in the in our brother's eye and ignore the plank in our own eye, and uh, so yeah, man in the mirror, you know, and uh, all these things we uh, and I you know I love talking about. Uh, Politics and, and other um, other cultural institutions, not just the, the, the political side of things, but academia, um, law enforcement, uh, entertainment, education, uh, you know, and these things are these things are fair, okay, because uh, we are living in a community. Uh, we're we're not uh, a bunch of nomads uh, with a tribe here and a tribe there, out living in a tent in the desert. Uh, we we live in a community, and we are supposed to have a voice in how things are done that are done in a, in a corporately in a in a group effort. And there's nothing wrong with that. But folks, you know, last time I checked, this is a representative uh, republic, meaning that. The people running the show, they represent us because we voted for them, okay? And similarly, last time I checked, the, um, the, the folks in academia, they have a job because we send our children to them and we pay the tuition, all right? And, and again, last time I checked, the folks in Hollywood have sway over society because we purchased the tickets, and so without us, they're nothing. They're nothing. Not any leadership is anything except in despotism, okay? Now, in societies, you know, China, Russia, Cuba, in, uh, in the entire Muslim world, okay, because again, Islam does not mean peace, it means submit. Salam means peace, Islam means submit. And so people that live in those types of societies, well, they don't have a choice, okay? In, in, in Saudi Arabia, Iran, you know, you, you can't just, you know, you can't pull out the First Amendment and, and say, hey, I have the right to petition my government like you, you can do that here, okay? Clause number six in the First Amendment, you have that right, I have that right. They don't have that right there. They don't have that right in China, the right to petition the government, okay? And so, but here it's it's all about the man in the mirror, folks. And so, when you when you look at all these uh, different things, to include you know what I was talking about before the break, the um the the partial release of the Kennedy files, to include that, okay, who's been blocking this? People we vote for, okay, or people that are appointed by people we vote for, okay, starting with the Warren Commission. There is no way, no way. And see, and there should have been a, an, an uprest. That's the biggest crime in American history right there, the assassination of an American president. The biggest crime. And what did, what did the people do? Just let it go. Just let it go. And again, these things are simple. I, I, sometimes I wonder, do I have to write everything in crayon? Apparently I do. Because how could it be said that a man with a part-time job at a book repository would have access to the route that the car would be traveling carrying President Kennedy when the route is changed is not known until the last minute? That's standard operating procedure. And so this guy gets a job a part-time job at the book repository several months prior to the assassination. And we are supposed to believe that acting alone, acting alone now, this is what Chief Justice Warren said. And just yesterday, I, I, I wish I could remember this guy. He's uh, he's a guy who's um, he's famous for... Uh, Gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm having brain freeze, but from the Iraq war, he's a member of the military. He's, uh, he's an author. But just yesterday, they bring this guy out, and he's you know using his expertise in intelligence and, and military know-how. He's using his expertise to bolster the idea that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. And, you know, I mean, the guy has to know better. So I'm wondering, okay, what does someone have on him to cause him to come on Fox News and peddle this obvious lie? I mean, a 10th grader could figure this out, okay? Encyclopedia Brown could figure this out, okay? Uh, the Hardy Boys, what were those uh, two girls named? These They wrote those uh, detective books. Uh, Nancy Drew, okay? Nancy Drew, Encyclopedia Brown, and the Hardy Boys could figure this out. There is just no way. It is simply, it's not humanly possible. But sometimes the truth is so ugly. It is, sometimes it is so ugly. Truth could be staring us right in the face. And we will not recognize it. Because it's easier to avoid the pain that will come upon us by the recognition and acceptance of truth. And so and again we, we can say the same thing with um, you know not just the Kennedy assassination we could say the same thing with uh, the Clinton administration and the, the obvious the obvious criminality of Bill Clinton Hillary Clinton and and Governor of the state of Virginia Terry McAuliffe obvious criminality, okay, and I wrote an article and I just pulled it up. This was uh, I wrote this article four years ago, little Terry or fast Terry, and actually it's been over four years ago. But the um, the 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 accusations and, and at the end of the article I cite every. Actually, I'm looking at it now, and it's not at the end of the article. After each accusation, I cite where it came from, okay? The Joseph Camaradre scandal, okay? Uh, Financially benefiting from the deaths of of the terminally ill. That came from the Washington Post. The Salomon-Melgen scandal, okay? And remember now, uh, Melgen is the uh, doctor that got the— the senator from New Jersey, indicted. Okay, now he's going to have to resign. Well, no Republican thought that it would be a wise idea to revisit the connection of Terry McAuliffe to Salomon Right? I mean, and this is like a gift to these low-fat Republicans. It doesn't get any better. This is a gift, okay? And Ed Gillespie has not mentioned it. No, I'm, I'm the only... You know, no other talk show host has mentioned it. Rush Limbaugh has not mentioned it. Fox News has not mentioned it. John Fredericks has not mentioned it. No one has mentioned it. It's a gift, okay? Right here at election time, you have the Democrat trying to succeed, the, the um, lieutenant governor trying to succeed Terry McAuliffe. You best believe if things were reversed, if there were a Repub- a sitting Republican governor and a sitting Republican Lieutenant Governor trying to succeed him, and there's a scandal that has one-tenth of this much in it. The Democrats would be, that's all you'd be hearing about. I mean, I I don't get these Republicans, okay? And they run these stupid ads, you know, vote against Ralph Northam, okay? Stupid, stupid. There's never an attempt to clarify for people what the Democrat Party brand is all about, and yet and still the Republican Party brand, the Republican Party has a great great story to tell as a party, and the Republican Party can't tell their own story, but yet and still the Democrat Party and all their minions in academia, in Hollywood, in the um, the, the 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 trade union thug movement, in, in communism, socialism, fascism, in these, these fundamental Islamists that want to take over the world with civilization jihad, they are all on the same page, all the time, 24-7, 365, besmirching the Republican brand. And they've been so successful at it that Republican politicians, number one, won't defend the Republican brand, particularly outside of the traditional Republican ranks, okay? They won't go like Donald Trump did to the blue-collar, working-class Democrats, you know, the guys that have calluses on their hands, sore backs, and, and tired feet because they're having to work too hard living on the Democrat plantation. These people are ripe. They are ripe to make the case to them that you need to come back home to the Republican Party where you belong. Because anyone that's working hard, they, by definition, they believe in the free enterprise system. If they didn't, they'd have a phony back injury or they'd have a phony crazy claim and they'd sit at home and waddle down to the, to the mailbox once a month for their check take a couple of minutes break from eating Cheetos and watching TV. So they obviously are a part of our natural coalition. They're capitalists. They believe in the capitalist system. Okay? If they didn't, they would not participate by providing labor. Again, there are many, many Christians. Again, a very natural part of our coalition. Are Republicans trying to appeal to Christian Democrats? No, I'm the only one doing it. The only one. The only one. Why is that? Why is that? It is absolutely ridiculous. But yet and still, I make the case, I make the invitation. When I critique Democrats, I'm always careful to say, I'm not talking about you, ma and pa Democrat. I'm trying to win you over. And the number here, if you'd like to, uh, say why you can be one over or why you would never, ever, ever be one over. 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. To carry the heaven load. Man made
0: me the electrolyte to take us out of the dark. i
2: Welcome back to the program, Virginia, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog radio program. Our final 30 minutes of today's program. The number, of course, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And, uh, yeah, uh, again, a lot to talk about here. And... um, We'd love to have your calls and, uh, and, and your thoughts on some of these issues. And I particularly, it being that we're in an election season, I would particularly love to hear from a traditional Democrat uh, voter, uh, whether that's someone that has recently already been converted uh, or has not yet been converted. Okay, you could even be a hardcore Democrat, and you can tell the Hatchet Man, man, there ain't no way you ever gonna convert me. Okay, Um, we would just love to have uh, a call uh, from one or even from an independent. We have an independent running. Preston Brown is running uh, out in Charles City for the House of Delegates uh, as an independent, and uh, and I'm encouraging folks to to vote for Preston. Okay, and so we uh we would just love to hear from uh one of you we uh and of course i love uh getting people uh to call that are already members uh of our coalition uh and again the number is 804-454-1366 804-454-1366 i, I love uh getting uh good christians good conservatives good constitutionalists uh good free enterprisers. i, I love that but um, you know, we also would love to have uh, some from the opposition, particularly if you used to be in the opposition and the light has come on. And uh, and again, even if you think there's no way, no way, brother Craig. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh wow, we got three three folks on. Okay, let's take them in order. Mary from Williamsburg, how you doing, Mary? Thank you, brother
1: Craig. Listen, I've got some news about the Heartbeat Bill.
2: Okay, let's have it.
1: Well, for the listeners that aren't familiar with it, it's an anti-abortion bill that says if a heartbeat is detected, the baby is protected.
2: Amen to that.
1: Yes. Yeah, so right now it has 170 co-sponsors in the House, Mm-hmm. and it's supposed to go in front of the House Judiciary Committee This Wednesday. Okay. So that's a big deal. And uh, the hope is that people will pressure Paul Ryan to put it on the floor for a vote. Mm Mm-hmm. So we need the prayers and the support of all the listeners. And it looks like this has momentum, and uh, we're praying for the best.
2: Yeah, and look, I'm, I'm Googling it right now, and the first thing that pops up from Newsweek, House Republicans want to ban abortion at point before many women find out they're pregnant, okay? So they are, they, uh, and of course, you know, uh, that's the satanic side of things. And uh, they, um, you know something, Mary, all my life I've heard that the Democrats are the party of science and the Republicans are the party of anti-science. And last time I checked, as far back as the fourth or fifth grade, Uh, when they started talking about uh, the egg and the zygote and cell division, (laughs) uh, that meant that life started at conception. Right. So, again, Nancy Drew and Encyclopedia Brown and Hardy Boys could figure this out. Okay? And so why do we have to pressure uh, Paul Ryan? It's it's ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Well, from what I understand... This actually has bipartisan support because even the Democrats don't have a problem if a heartbeat is detected.
0: Right, there's some, right.
1: There's something very strong about that argument.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they know that uh, if there's a, a, a beating heart to be heard, then the the voters are going to hear them voting against it. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you, so well, Go I ahead. I don't
1: know how... I don't know how they can detect a heartbeat if the lady doesn't know she's pregnant. So I don't know how that makes
0: any sense.
2: It, 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 it doesn't. But again, Jesus wouldn't say, well, my friend across the aisle is mistaken. Jesus would say, ye are a liar like your father because he is the father of lies. Okay. And so for, for the Christian um, politicians out there, you know, take a page from our big brother, Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for that update, Mary. You're welcome. Bye bye now. All right. right. Bye bye. God bless you. All right, and we're gonna say hi to Keith. I think our number two call dropped. Did it drop off or is okay? Hi. Well, yeah. So hi. our second caller, uh, call, call back, and eight zero four four five four one three six six. Uh, Charles, call back. Oh, call yeah, Charles. All right. So Keith, what's on your mind, brother? Yeah, I I just
7: wanted to say first off, thanks for bringing up the lack of the Republicans' ability to control the narrative. I've been complaining about this for a year and a half. I think what's, you know, when I I first heard of Clinton Cash, I I listened to it, I saw the video, I I saw that as a personal affront to the people of this country. Mm -hmm. It is the biggest scandal. And the inability of the Republicans to not get up there and just, you know, when Jim Kelly came up there, the other day, that was the first time that I felt somebody actually stood up for this administration. Yeah, and didn't he do a beautiful job? Uh, you yeah. know,
2: and, and I know he's a kind of a semi-swamp monster and, you know, an Obama holdover, and I know all that. But give credit where it's due. The man stood up like a man that was toting a set of onions, and I don't mean baby pearls, Keith.
7: <laughs> yes, and I cannot, I cannot understand for the life of me why that cannot happen more and why it hasn't happened more. I mean, we're talking about laws being broken and it's like nothing happens. And I, I'm just yeah. worried this whole thing is just going to blow over. Well, it's just, you know, somehow that you know somehow the Democrats are going to control the narrative again. Yeah. And and, and somehow and it's just all going to blow over.
2: Well, have no I'm fear, not. Keith. Uh, Hatchet man is here. Okay, I've been on well, the job. I don't
7: know how you, what you... connections you have to Washington <laughs> or to people who actually can control their decisions, but I wish you would.
2: Well, my connections are with people like you, with the audience. And, uh, and again, we are a representative uh, republic. We, we're not a democracy, a representative republic. And so by reaching the voters and seeing I'm, I'm very active at the primary stage. And so by the time you get to the general election, you have what you have. All right. But if we don't like what we've been getting, we have to get involved in primary elections, and we have to we, we replace low-fat Republicans with full-strength Republicans, and 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 that's just the way it has to be, uh, uh, Keith. You know, because the most useless thing in the world is a decaffeinated Republican.
7: Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, it seems to be a paradigm shift. The whole this whole Trump thing. I mean, it's, it's happening. You, you know, you know, you have people there that are really just part of the establishment, whether they even know it or not. They are. Yeah. they just they're just like zombies.
2: Yeah, and, and it's not Trump. You know, it's, and I, it's God. This is what happens, Keith. Every four generations, God has a system set up that is self-regulating, just like in, in the physical realm. God has four seasons, a spring where things bud out, a summer where they get overgrown, an autumn where they unravel, and a winter where they get killed off. And spiritually and generationally, God has that same system in place where you have a generation that builds up, a generation that maintains, a generation that attacks, and a generation that destroys and we are the generation that destroys, okay? And so this is going to be destroyed, and then there's going to be a reset, and we, now in the reset, we're either going to be a communist nation or a rebirth of America, one or the other,
7: okay? Yes, I mean, that is the choice. I mean, it's getting obvious. Yes, yes,
2: and so and I've written about, as a matter of fact, I wrote an article detailing this a year before, The election a year before, back in the primary stage, I was writing about this, and so this is not new. Uh, It's it's been happening uh, throughout human history. And when we're dead and gone, guess what, brother? Four generations from now, our great-great-grandchildren will be having similar battles because after the destruction of the existing system is complete, there there will be what a generation that will rebuild. Then the next generation will maintain right. that. Then uh-huh. it'll get stale, and the next generation will attack it. And then the next generation, which will be a hundred years from now, they will complete the destruction. And so this right. cycle just com- it just goes on and on and on.
7: So you know that makes sense to me. I mean, I I, I can yeah, that makes <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Okay. You know?
2: Well, I appreciate your approval of that theory. It's not my—I can't claim credit for it. Well, I wish I mean, could. Intuit, well,
7: intuitively, <laughs> I—I feel—I, you know, yeah. I mean, it's changed. It's a cycle of life.
2: Yeah, know? yeah, and it—and it's happening. It's happening. Okay. And so, anyway, Keith, uh, we appreciate your callership. Uh, keep listening and keep calling, brother. Okay. And check us All out right. on on TV Wednesday night.
7: Well, What channel?
2: All right, on Channel 95, if you have Comcast, now I, I understand from a previous caller there's been some trouble with the Verizon. Uh, no, yeah. Normally it's on Channel 36 on Verizon. I have to look into that. But uh, we do a Facebook Live, and so not only can you get it from 730 to 830 on Facebook Live Wednesday nights, but then it's left there. And so right now the first two weeks are up on my Facebook page so folks can go and view the first two episodes right now. They're at, you know, Craig Johnson Facebook page.
7: Okay. All, All right.
2: right. Okay. Thank Will you. Do. Thank you, brother. All right. All right. Okay. God bless you. All right. And uh, we lost our other caller, Charles. And uh, feel free to call back, Charles, or any other caller. And uh, in particular, again, I would love to get an opposition call in here. Okay. And the number is 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And we're going to take our final break of the day, folks. And when we come back, we will wrap up today's program.
0: A man
2: and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we, in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition, have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and god-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at salvationarmyusa.org, military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at sowwcharity.com, Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at vachristian.org, and SaltandLightCouncil.org, and there's also churches and others, many, many, very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, theFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give, give somewhere, give generously, and give often, and give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia. And God bless you. to the program Virginia your friendly neighborhood hatchet man brother Craig coming back at you live here on Virginia's big dog radio program and again folks man's world radio the number here 804-454-1366 804-454-1366 and uh yeah and I just reached out to Preston Brown who will be calling in momentarily and um yeah and and as I say he's uh not a republican not a democrat and uh but he is a uh, entrepreneur owns a radio station has own has really has been an entrepreneur his entire life and uh he is running for uh house of delegates uh out in Charles City uh county uh my home county Charles City and so if we have any Charles City listeners out there uh you know, for the life of me, after all these years of voting for Democrats and we, you know, folks get the same old mess with Democrats. It's it's hard to figure out why. Uh, and in and, and particular, I have to say the, the black community. It's hard to figure out why the black community would continue to vote for Democrats when every place that Democrats run the show, there's poverty and confusion. And, and I mean every place. And, uh a matter of fact, we have Preston on the line now. Preston, what's on your mind, brother?
3: Hey, hey Craig, how you doing?
2: I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. How's your campaign going? Well, it's going, it's going pretty good because uh, people
3: are frustrated and they know that the parties, especially the Democratic Party, just haven't done done a good job.
2: Yeah, yeah, and uh, and and, you know, Charles City always goes Democrat, and and what do they get for it? It's one of the poorest counties in the state. And if you look at all all, all the other places in the state that habitually vote uh, Democrat, carte blanche without even thinking, you know, think City of Richmond, Petersburg, Norfolk. I mean, you go down the list; they get the same thing that Democrat communities across the nation get, uh, Preston. But
3: in Charles City, the school is accredited.
2: They have 98% graduation and zero dropout. Oh well, that's good. There's been some improvement in 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 my hometown since I left.
3: <laughs> yeah, I went to I went to the uh, monthly meeting, county meeting, and uh, I was happy to hear. Oh, how great great they were doing. But if you get into the city of Richmond, they're fussing about the monument.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: the schools are all the pieces. Racism exists in the schools. The money is not distributed fairly, and um, jobs not being done.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, make your pitch to the voters out in Charles. Well, first of all, what uh, I know it's not just Charles City County, so share with the audience uh, what what the district includes. All right, the district includes
3: Charles, all of Charles City, um, Harlem Springs, Sandston. Uh, the, it, the district goes up uh, nine mile road and take a right at Laburnum and head that direction. Oh, okay. so it's is it's the I guess they're called
2: the eastern part of Henrico County. Right. How about Verina? None. Uh, none of Verina. Wow. Now that sounds like gerrymandering. How do you go from uh, Charles City, skip Verina, and and then get into Henrico? Right, you know, north. Well, you you do you do it with the pencil. <laughs> See, that's why I like Preston, folks. He is very direct. Someone took their pencil and just drew it. (laughs) Well, Mo Diddley said years ago
3: that a man is more dangerous with pencil and paper than a man with
2: a forty-five. Yeah. (laughs) And I finally got what he meant. Yeah, yeah, so anyway, you know and i and I see everywhere you're all you're all over the place, all over the district going to all the events now. What's your reception like because in, in, in and and again, these are you for the most the truth yeah I, of re- course, I'm the hatchet okay. man a matter uh, of fact, is, you got me started in all this <laughs> yeah but, but this is what I get
3: The Democrats will come up to me and say, "Look, I'm in a party, I can't come out and support you but i can work behind the scenes Mm -hmm. see that's that's their their
2: way to precept how to do business okay well that's good that means vote and uh and i guess if they're going to donate they have to do what keep it under two hundred dollars well to be honest with you i've never done a fundraising
3: i have never asked for a dollar from anyone a couple people came to me and said you know I don't hear you having a fundraiser. I said, I'm not. I'm just using my own money. He said, well, here, take this, because I want to help.
2: Oh, wow. I'm
3: I'm I'm working strictly out of my pocket, and I'm the only candidate that will go to the General Assembly that will work with both parties and not for a party, if you can get what I'm saying. I'm not working for a party. Comes loud and clear.
2: Yeah, Yeah. that comes loud and clear. Yeah. Yeah. And,
3: and, And what I would do, my first job would be to go to 99 delegates and see if we can find common cause mm-hmm. and the ones that I can't work with. And when there's a big debate between the Democrats and the Republicans, then I'll make a referendum and put it on the ballot and let the people decide.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, now okay. Uh, you, now I'm going to be coming to you for the um, school choice referendum because Mm-hmm. that's you know near and dear to my heart, school choice. Uh, I'm the school choice advocate at the Virginia Christian Alliance, and it is my belief that every parent in the state of Virginia should have the choice of what school to send their child to, not the uh, school board members who, for the most part, uh, in areas where the schools are terrible, their children don't go to those schools. Yeah, yeah. but
3: I think every parent, you have the right to do whatever is necessary for their kids to get a decent good education they want the way they want it to be.
2: Amen to that, brother. Amen. Yeah.
3: So, and we got a we got a bunch of elected officials once they get elected
2: just would we'll just sit there and mm-hmm. don't
3: say anything.
2: Yeah. 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 So now, who's your who's your democrat opponent? Is there how many people are in the race? Did uh, one person. Okay. Um, um, and he was on the school board for eight
3: years, mhm- and uh, in Hinrico. In Hinrico, right. This is his first term in the general assembly, and being that the person that I am, I don't have anything to say about him, negative or positive. Oh, okay. Because I, I ran a complete, total, clean campaign, except one time when his friend Tyrone Nelson made a statement, and I had to go back and clarify it. He made a statement that everything that I'm talking about doing, that Lamont is doing. So what I did, I published his record of the deals he presented <laughs> to the General Assembly, and he apologized and shut down because he hadn't done a thing. <laughs> okay? Nothing.
2: Look, I, I, we need to clone you, and we have the independent president and then the Republican president, <laughs> because Republicans need to do that, man. That is so simple and so beautiful And that you don't have to think all the way around Robin Hood's barn. That's simple and direct. Okay. Show the record. Exactly. That's all you got to do. Exactly. Show the record. (laughs) Now let let me put something on the table for you
3: for 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 the the rest of your Democrat friends.
0: Okay. I'm not
3: running against them, so I can talk about them. Okay. In 2015 election, and you can back go back and check behind me because I know what I'm talking about. Donald McGeechan, Dolores McQuinn. Bessie Car and Rosalind Dan together spend one million dollars campaigning, <laughs> and none and none of them had an opponent. Wow! How can you spend a million dollars when nobody's running against you? Mm-hmm. Okay, go back and check the records and see that I know what I'm talking about. A million dollars
2: without they, an opponent. And well, so, what are they doing? Candidates. Well, who are they hiring? I, I mean, are they hiring? Yeah. Friends, Is it Friends and Family Day at the General Assembly? Well, it's basically called Consultants and Staff fees. <laughs>
3: that's, that's where the money. is. And go back and, and, and it's
2: public record,
3: and you can go back and check. I read. I go back and check.
2: Wow. Wow. And that's how I know. Mm. Is it any wonder that in all these uh, longtime Democrat-held enclaves where there's— there's no competition from the Republican Party that you, well, th- this they, is what you look, get.
3: They look at the this, this numbers in the community, and if it's a majority black uh, district, you know, they don't put up a fight.
2: Right, right. And, and you the know,
3: Democrats have been a, a failure for the African-American community for years.
2: Yeah, for 60 years. It. And, I, you know, another thing I like about you, Preston, you don't play – um, you don't play the racism card, you just you no. deal you deal in fact and um, right. th- thank you for that because there's very right. few blacks willing to stand on truth and fact and, and one of the things you stand on is mathematics. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Which is neither black right. nor white, Democrat right. nor Republican, math just is. Right. Yeah. And, and if you go look at the records then you'll see the true person. So
3: anybody can come to a candidate's forum and tell you all kinds of lies and tell you things to make it
2: sound good. But what would they do when they get there? How would they vote? Right. What would he stand up for? Well, and that's the, and, and that's the issue. These folks have records. Thank you so much for sharing with us, Preston. And uh, Godspeed to you. We're at the end of the program, and uh, well, you you I know. I caught you
3: on, on on Comcast.
2: Oh, good, good. How'd yeah, I do?
3: Yeah. you did real good. All so, yeah, right. What, five more weeks.
2: Uh, three more, three more weeks. Three more weeks. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Great. Thank you now. Bye. God bless okay, you. Thank you. All Bye. right. Well, all right, Virginia, that's going to wrap up another edition of the Really Real Deal. I am, of course, your friendly, friendly neighborhood hatchet man. I'm going to see you all Wednesday night on Comcast 95 and Facebook Live. Check us out. Other than that, we'll be right here next week. Same hatchet time. Same hatchet station.
6: Where is the best news and talk? AM 820, WNTW Chester is the answer.